women can't parlay better than average. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. All righty. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome folks. It's your girls at women can't parlay. I'm Jess. I'm rainy. God faking that was hard. (laughs) Yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. I think everyone could feel that. (laughs) I mean, through the airwaves that is going to be cut like butter. Um, we have to start out today by just having a little conversation about the fact that like, I would say this episode is technically our one year anniversary episode. Yeah. I mean, I know we kind of have said the 31st. I think it's really more like the 28th, but regardless, this is one year in this recording. This is our 51st episode. We have recorded every week except like one, I think. Yeah, I think just one. Which is when we had the snowpocalypse. So we like technically could not record. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty badass. That's like the most I've committed to anything in my entire life. The longest relationship I've ever had. (laughs) Literally, I'm not joking. Once a week, that's a lot. Like even now when people are like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. Let's do dinner. I'm like, can you do two months? Because I can't even mentally put you on my calendar this month. (laughs) Exactly. I'll see you in six months. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think with us too, like it, you know, it's just, I think we have the reason that we've been able to get through this is because we don't put too much pressure on ourselves and we are honest with the fact that like, this is not our, this is not our primary job. It's certainly not our primary income. So like, we just have to get through what we can and like we continue to do it because we enjoy it, but we also aren't trying to like stretch ourselves too thin where we're like, we hate it. Right. Yes, so it's like, exactly. that's kind of the sweet spot that we've had to find in that. Yes. Every day I'm like, I need to do better about posting on Twitter. We need to do better about booking and having guests on. We need to do better about like having yeah. different facts that are actually accurate and things like that. But I just also at the same time, I'm like, this is just us doing this because we want to. And it is like, we don't, we never really like did this in an effort to like make this, like make this a thing, you know, it's already train beer time. Train beer. Well, I do have this for our uh, one year. I was like, cheers, but. Is it water? (laughs) No, it's actually um, a high noon, but it's oh, like the you, pe- it's the peach one, so it kind of looks like water in this. You gotta warn me. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna drink a lot. I was just like, I feel like we have to drink something. You right? It's our one year of this podcast. Like, I mean, one year is a huge deal. It is a huge deal. Like whether no one listens to this or whether anyone listens to this or not, we have produced a podcast for one whole year. That's big. And that's difficult. Like that's, yeah. I mean, you know, going into this podcast when we were like, we really want to do this. Like, how do we put this together? It was like, yeah. you know, one of the main things like that is apparent. And I completely understand is that the biggest thing you can do for your podcast is continue to put out your podcast regularly because so many people think they can do a podcast and it's so easy. And it's like, you it's know, a commitment. it's, 
it's a large commitment. And the greatest thing you can do for your followers is just to continue to put out content every week. So it's like, I mean, so many of them give up, you know, after weeks, months, like less than a year. I mean, and getting through that year hump is like a very big deal. So cheers. 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 Mm. it's not like we had help putting this podcast together. Like we just figured out how to do it and we've done it. Yeah. I don't know that we're doing it very well, but well, we're doing it. We have some regular listeners and that's all that matters. Um, And and, I mean, based on statistics, we have more than average regular listener. Like uh, we are in terms of our downloads and our listener base, we are well above the average podcast. Well, if that's not a tagline for women can't parlay, I don't know what is. We women are... can't parlay. Women can't parlay better than average. <laughs> yes. We are slightly better than average. Slightly better than average. Thanks. Goodbye. Just as we open up this episode, we should just take time to reflect on our, you know, past year. So, you know, accomplishments. And also just to obviously thank every one of you who's listening and continues to listen, or maybe this is your first episode, maybe not. Um, but just know we really appreciate you all. And, you know, thank you. I don't know what else to say. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I guess I was trying to think of like, is there like a rose and a thorn of the past year of like, like a good part or like a bad part or not even like a bad thing or like what we did right. Or like what you would do differently. I don't know. I was like trying to put something like that together. And then I like never like came up with it. No. Um, God. your mountain and your Valley or something. I don't know what they have. There's like different sayings for that. Honestly, I feel like, yeah, I, don't know. I would say the hardest part or section was like after football season And like, I feel like we were just in a lull of trying to figure out, okay, what the fuck do we do? Because we can always talk about football and that's easy. There's a whole season for us to like be focused on. But when you go to the other sports, like you and I vary in our favorites and what we watch and all that. So it was like hard, but I would feel like that was the most time where I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. No, I agree. It's funny though, because there's part of me that like definitely agrees with you and remember feeling the same way of like, God, like what the fuck are we going to talk about this week? But Mm -hmm. then funny, because now there's times when I almost miss that time because I felt like we could talk about like a little more off the cuff about like whatever we wanted and not that we can't still do that, but it's very derived now because of football and football just takes up so much, right? Like we're trying not to like drown our listeners in time because like, we're just a very small independent podcast. So it's like, I really hate when our episodes go over even an hour, but during football, it's like so hard Hard to to smash everything in that sometimes I miss not having anything to talk about because then we just like kind of have a very like riffy, like us just bouncing off each other. And then we can generally get it within the hour easy. So it's like, there are parts of that too, that I like miss during football season. So it's kind of, it's kind of a push and a pull, but totally, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just been cool. Like at the end of the day, we can both say like, we've, you know, we have a podcast, we've put out a podcast. I mean, I think a big like peak 
is like we got a sponsor. Like yeah, never saw that. that coming, you know, like wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks, dimers.com. Yeah, we'll thanks, we'll talk about them a little bit later. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's probably a pretty big like yeah, you're right. That would probably be the be a peak of this podcast, obviously. And then just, you know, I don't know. I don't really like to say like we did anything wrong. Would I do things differently? I think, yeah, absolutely. Like going back, like there's things that I'm like that we just learned by like doing this yeah. ourselves that it's like, yeah, if I could go back a year and start this over again, there's certainly things that I know now that I didn't know then. And yeah, like, totally. there's been a lot of sound issues, especially at the beginning, like we fucked a lot of that shit up in the very early on stages. I think yeah. even like with our social media following, like with Twitter, figuring that out, like there's a lot of things I would have done differently on that front, but fair. that's how you live and learn, right? Yep. By doing. Yes. And that is exactly what we are doing. Yes. So whether this podcast goes 10 more years or 10 more days, like I think us hitting a year is like, a really big, big success and accomplishment. And I also think too, it's important, like in this world that we live in, like we're in such a media driven world. It's like, no matter what your career path is, like things are just changing. And I just feel like I have this interesting skill set now that I can say that I have, that it's like, Hey, I know how to like produce a podcast, you know? Yeah. It's a resume builder for sure. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like, it's random, but it's like, not the worst thing to know how to do right now. Oh, a hundred thousand percent. I mean, it's again, like you said earlier, it's not even just like random people that decide to do it. Like my sister's company has been trying to do a podcast for over a year and still haven't done it because it takes fucking time and effort and like a bunch of stuff goes into it. So yeah, definitely, definitely. And we know that firsthand. So anyway, golf clap, cheers to us pat on our own backs. We have to congratulate ourselves and celebrate ourselves and appreciate all you listeners. We're still trying to hit the 10 K listeners. Um, I obviously don't think we're going to hit that within the year, but that's fine. I mean, maybe by the end of the year, what should be a a very feasible goal. And then, um, still lacking North Dakota, South Dakota and Wyoming. As far as I know, I haven't checked, but I think I would have like recognized if, if that happened, but it's, I'm assuming it hasn't happened. So yeah, me uh, but I also have been so out of touch and out of pocket that I've been terrible on Twitter. So like, I need to like make a post that's like, Hey, if you have a friend who lives in these yeah. States, make them click on this. So yeah. No, good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't even been scrolling social media. That's how like fucking. No, saying that's what happens though is like, Twitter is so easy to me. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want that to sound like I'm trying to like, I don't mean easy as in like, oh, it's easy to gain followers. It's easy to do this. That's not what right. I mean. I just mean like, I love Twitter and like Twitter helps me with our podcast because yeah. if I stay tuned in to everything that's going on, recording these podcasts becomes very easy. Like I don't have to like, you know, I can. Yeah, there's no research because you've already done it all. <laughs> well, it's just like, it just helps with like, data points to talk about and like engaging with people and talking through the games and like seeing their perspective and like, it makes this fun and easy, but what, you know, whenever your personal life comes in and you can't be as active, it totally fucks me up. And then it's hard to get back into that routine of, 
I need to make posts today. I need to go like engage today. I need to like go comment and talk to people. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot, you know, you miss a day or two days and you're like, I feel like I missed a year on Twitter. Yeah, no, I totally fucking get so, it. Yeah. So I got to get back on that fucking routine. Anyway, uh, before we get into it, we're going to talk a little bit about our lovely sponsors, dimers.com. We have joined their podcast network and are very appreciative to them. Dimers.com has teamed up with online twin spire, online sportsbook Twinspires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL season established in 1996 for horse racing. Twinspires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. Its sportsbook, which launched 2018, has since been brought under the Twinspires name to provide American bettors with a complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. Currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey also launching shortly. Twinspires are currently offering Dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. To sign up and to support this podcast in the process, head to our official page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay, click on the Twinspires link and follow the prompts to sign up. Yes, check them out. They are still giving out a ton of winning picks. Like I said, I think last week or the week before, uh, one of our colleagues, Prospector Sam is his handle, I guess giving out like so many picks that are just like killing it. So um, I should probably be tailing his instead of picking my own, but that's uh, neither here nor there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll get into it. First off, before we get started, MLB playoffs, we now have the world series decided it is going to be a Braves Astros world series, which I believe kicks off tomorrow night. What up? Are you super excited? Uh, yeah, the entire city is super excited. Um, yeah, it was a pretty fun game to watch on Friday. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, we'll I'm see. surprised. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not that surprised that the Astros, although the Red Sox were like there those um, couple yeah. games. Like, I didn't know how the Astros were gonna make it out of that series. I mean, they just could not fuck. They just got so hot, like. The Red Sox got so hot there for a minute that I was like, fuck. And I I think they're going to make it. And then, then that kind of died and the Astros just never let up. So um, they're a really great team. I definitely think that they have a high probability of winning this, but at the same time, I don't want to take away from the Braves because the Braves, and that's a big thing with baseball, which I guess you could argue with a lot of sports, but you got to get hot at the right time. Yeah. And that's what the Braves did. They are, they got hot at a very, very, very beneficial time. Yeah. And I cannot believe they beat the Dodgers out, but I mean, good for them. I think this is like their first world series since like in like 22 years or something crazy. It's been a while for them. So they're kind of like, I would say the underdog here and probably are the underdog on the books. I haven't looked at any, any lines or anything like that, but assumingly they're the underdog exciting regardless yes yeah but i will be rooting for the astros you know in 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 solidarity with you and the state of texas but we'll see yeah i'm a catch that yeah it's gonna be a fun series it's always um 
I mean, whatever, I guess they've gone like three out of the last five years. So it's I, I would say time. that's accurate. I know they've been quite I'm a few times sure. recently. I don't know the a hundred percent, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would believe that. Yeah. It's just like an extra, um, like an extra holiday in Houston is like when the Astros go to the world series, yeah. like everybody's just a little extra. Um, but it's awesome. I'm fucking pumped. Let's do this shit. Yeah. That's cool. Um, other than that, I don't really have any other sports items. Um, so we can go ahead and get into football unless you have anything. No, except for that. Um, Mike Tyson and Logan Paul are supposed to fight in like early or late February. Oh, I feel like, supposedly we'll see if it actually happens. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, now that you say that I'm like, I forgot you put that in our note and I didn't ever Well, just because I'm laughing about it. Right. Like who knows, but like Mike Tyson's actually in really good fucking shape right now, even for being 55 or however old he is. Right. It's just another one of those things. Like we'll see if it happens, but it's, it's out there in the rumor mill and like on the internet. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see. Yeah, no, good call. Um, that is very interesting. It's just hard to even like have an opinion on those. I feel like they all kind of go the same way. Yeah. And I feel like there's just some weird shit going on with those. But I mean, whatever. We've we have talked in way too much yeah, yeah. depth about the Logan or about the Paul brothers and more than I ever in my life wanted to. So I'm not gonna go into it. But yeah, that'll be an interesting fight if it actually happens. Yeah. But no way for all believe. of them to make a shit ton of money. Exactly. Much. No reason to believe that it won't happen, but yeah. we've just, you know, those things have gotten shoddy in the past. Yes. Stupid. Um, yeah. Before we get into football, I have to say like, this was not my favorite week of football. It was yeah. hard to get into. There wasn't a lot of like games, just like bouncing off the page for me initially, no. even with bets, it was tough. Like, and maybe some of that has to do with the fact that it was like the Cowboys bye week. I don't know. Maybe that's just. Oh, always Cowboys bye week is like so yeah. fucking draggy to me. I'm like, yeah, but I, I do think it's not just that. I'm sure that adds to it personally for both of us, but there are a lot of weird games, NFL and college. It was just kind of like, ugh. like yeah. I just, you know, it was just, there were very weird matchups and none of them that I was really just like super excited to watch. So yeah. it was kind of a weird one, but the dogs were out. The dogs were out to hunt this week. A lot of, um, a lot of, um, you know, I personally caught a few big live bets, um, on some underdogs that ended up cashing. And, um, the main ones of those are in college football. So I guess we'll kind of start there opening it up. Oklahoma almost loses to Kansas. Yeah. What Um, the actual fuck? I mean, I just don't even know what else to say about Oklahoma this year. It's like, I can't, I can't knock them completely. And obviously people will probably want to give me shit for wanting to knock them at all, considering what happened between them and Texas. But it's just like, they just continue to like manage to win. And I get it. That's all that fucking matters. So like cheers, but they are not going to be able to contend at all. Like if they make it to the playoff, that is going to be an actual fucking joke. Yeah. Because KU is actual garbage this year. Yes. They're always garbage. They've never had a good football program. Let's I mean, they're a basketball school. They're they're not a they're not a a football program that's considered to be any type of caliber, decent, elite, anything. Like, no, not at all. Like Oklahoma should have killed them. And instead, they literally almost lost to them. 
Yeah, it was, they didn't even lead until like the end of the third quarter. Or no, oh. I don't even think they led until the fourth quarter. No, and there was a very questionable call at the very end that really helped Oklahoma out. And like, that's kind of a big reason they ended up actually winning this game. Like Kansas absolutely could have won this game, yeah. which is crazy to me. Like how, how yeah. is Oklahoma out here almost losing to fucking teams like Kansas and they're ranked like number four right now, I think. And they're undefeated. Yeah, it's it's really fucking insane. The only surefire thing I can say after that game about OU is by Spencer Rattler. Like, there's yeah. no way he's fucking staying there next year. Like, no, well, in my opinion, <laughs> I agree. But even like, it's weird though because Caleb, this Caleb Williams, he wasn't playing very great either. And there were some people calling for Spencer to come back in, and I'm like, okay, idiots. Like, I mean, what are you doing? Like, I mean. Yeah. I don't know. And it's hard because I do think like their offense is, although I do think their offense is decent, their defense is absolutely horrible and like practically non-existent. So they're just not going to, I mean, for that point alone, they're not going to be able to contend. And at some point I have to imagine it's going to catch up with them. Like, I don't know when, and I keep feel like I keep saying it week after week, but it's like, at some point, their lack of defense and their horrendous ability to like keep it together on offense is like going to catch up with him. And I can't believe that it hasn't. Yet. I agree. And it's kind of like the argument that, well, it's not really an argument, but like JJ Watt, like saying his piece last week about like the Cardinals, which rightfully so, I think he's damn right. He's like, instead of making excuses up to why we're winning, how about we're just fucking better? And I agree right. with him, honestly, but with OU, it's like, I don't, I think they're squeaking by. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's going to catch up to them yeah. and only time will tell. And we'll eat our words if that doesn't happen. But like, yeah. you can't well, I have, I have continued to eat my words. I mean, I will say it they're winning and that's all that matters. And like, I have yeah. to give them that credit at the end of the day, they're able to put it together. So like that says a lot, but there's just no way they're going to continue to squeak by the rest of the season. They're going to get bit and they're going to get bit by a fucking Kansas like team. I think Baylor is a very big opportunity for them to lose that game. I can't remember the rest of their schedule, but it's like um, maybe tech is also, but tech tech sucks too this year. I don't know that Well, they just fired their coach too. Yeah. Like, I don't know that there may be one, but I mean, I could certainly see them, losing to Baylor and like, that would be crazy. So I don't know. I just am like, I look ahead and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like how is Oklahoma? I just don't even know what to do with them. I don't know how to rank them because I get it on paper. They are probably where they should be, but like in real life, I just don't agree. No, I don't either. And I also think too, like back to this spin or really just, oh, you fans in general, I'm like, okay, fucking take a chill pill. Like you don't fucking own this team. Like you don't make the decisions. I just hate stupid fans. But (laughs) the point of that is, is like, at least Caleb Williams is like, didn't fucking play football last year. Like, yeah, he's going to be a little rusty. He's not going to be the guy who came in halfway through the game at UT or whenever he came in. Like he's obviously really good. He was a fucking senior in high school last year. He's a tiny baby and he didn't play last year to skip your whole senior year, which is a huge growth year, year in my opinion, to then go full-blown college football, like starter. Yeah. He's going to have some, maybe not perfect games, but he did pretty damn good yesterday for, I think. Totally. I, I agree with you. And I think you're absolutely right. And you make a lot of valid points. And I just piggyback that with like, yeah, I mean, 
we've given this kid like what a game and a fucking half. Like, yeah, and you're already rooting for Rattler like, to get back Jesus in. Christ, like, like give him a chance, yeah. and he's doing just fine. They still won. Let's start right. Good God. Yeah. So um, I didn't really like the board, like I said, with going into college football. So I kind of waited. And then once we got through like some of the first quarters, second quarters of some of the early games, I like saw a lot of opportunity for some live dog bets because it was just like you could kind of tell things were just getting yeah. shaken up. So Kansas, Oklahoma, this was one of the dogs that I bet Kansas um, that did not end up cashing. But another one was um, Syracuse ended up beating Virginia Tech. So I bet Syracuse like plus three fifty two or something cash that that was awesome and then the the final leg of that three it wasn't a parlay but the final leg of those bets was illinois beating penn state which was like plus 700 or something else like that yeah um so we absolutely have to talk about this game and this is probably one of the like best worst games of all season yeah so far that's like just an insane game that we have to talk about yeah. Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's the NCAA's first nine overtime game yeah, ever. So there's that. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. not just NCAA. I can't imagine there's anyone else that's ever experienced a nine overtime game. Kill it was me. so funny to go back and look at it on like, you know, ESPN or whatever your choice to see like the box score. Because yep. it looks oh like a fucking base. It's like a baseball, baseball. game. Yeah. Totally. It's like so long. And you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it's a CVS receipt or whoever. Like, yeah, it really game. is. And then like five of those fucking, um, you know, which obviously now the overtime rules changed a little bit, which is so interesting that we got to watch yeah. that play out for the first time in this fucking game where <laughs> neither of these teams could, could make a two point conversion happen. Five, uh, 10 two point conversions, five yeah. on each team went unscored. It's like yeah. Christ it's almighty. Yeah. What are we, we watched doing? a whole season of overtimes in one fucking game. Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was insane and a really bad look for Penn state here. I mean, Obviously, Penn State, although was flying more, I'd say in the middle of contention. I don't, I didn't really consider them in the top of contention. I don't think this is going to bode very well for them. And then it really kind of puts a damper on like their matchup with Ohio State next week and in that Big Ten conversation. So, not a good look for Penn State. I think this really obviously hurts them the most. I mean, losing to a team like Illinois, who it's just not very good. And losing to them the way that they fucking did is just like makes totally. it even that much worse. Like yeah, you, totally. I don't want to hear anything from Penn state or their fans in terms of like this, that, or the other, you had a full game, every fucking opportunity. <laughs> yeah. And you had it 14 times to win yeah. this game. And you didn't more than so anyone's like, had in NCAA history. Exactly. So like, there's that. <laughs> you just have no excuse, no, no. excuse. So it's no. like, brutal sorry about you but uh not looking good for you no I I don't know I feel like this is just like an interesting conversation about the overtime itself so like I feel like it kind of flew under the radar a little bit and I caught it early on this season I think was it the Notre Dame Minnesota game that went into overtime or no Notre Dame Florida State went into overtime one of the Mm -hmm. first games of the season and I remember the overtime rules coming up and seeing that it changed. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And I guess there was a reason they wanted to change it because 
I think we we witnessed a game a few years ago where there was like seven overtimes and it was yeah. basically like a whole nother football game or more yes. was ultimately played. Yes. Um, so I think this was their attempt to like time it down more and end yes. it, end it sooner. And then this happens. Right. So, yeah. so this isn't a good look for the new overtime change either. Um, although I don't necessarily, I don't know that I love it. I do think that this is a really Better. bad example of like yeah. what they were trying to achieve by changing it. I think that sucks for like the people in charge of that yeah. because now you're kind of like, well, fuck. Do yeah, we they're like, it? well, we proved you wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think in normal circumstances, this should not happen. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know that I hate it. I, I think I would like it to be pushed back a little more. Like yeah. don't get to the, the two point conversion back and forth until like maybe the fifth overtime or something. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. seems too early. I agree, but obviously they won't do anything about it this year, but pending yeah. on the rest of the season, it could spark something to like switch it up again. Like who's yeah. sooner than later. I don't know. It's an, it's, it's kind of funny to think about. And then like right. the other bad part about it is that they have to walk back and down the field. Like they have <laughs> yeah. to switch sides. And I'm like, so weird. they've literally walked like six miles walking yeah. back and forth. Yeah. To like, play the one your, down. Yeah, I hope you have your fucking Apple watches or pedometers. Exactly. Like, I'm like, can we not just like flip a coin to just stay on one side or something? Like, yeah, like that we'll seems just a bit, we'll like just that took the most together. time of it all. God, no shit. No, so weird. We were just sitting here like eating lunch, and I'm like, what the? I was yeah. like, son of a bitch. I was like, this isn't like the third overtime. I'm like, why is this game still on? Did we pause yeah. it? And we're like, whatever. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Very interesting game. This one will probably be talked about for a while. And yeah. like I said, it worked out very well for me because I think it was like, I don't really remember. Like it was the third quarter. I don't know when I, which game was in what spot when I placed those bets, I placed mm-hmm. them all at the same time, but it was like, Illinois, I think it was like 10, seven and it had been 10, seven for a while. And Illinois was still like plus 700 to win. And I was like, you know, when you see okay. shit like that, you can't not it. try it. And like just a little bit, you don't have to put a full unit on it, but like, you might as well just throw a couple bucks at it, see what happens. And then yeah. it was the same. It's the crazier one was with Oklahoma, Kansas, which obviously we know Oklahoma won, but it was like, Oklahoma was down. The entire I mean, game. The entire game. And it, it, we were well into the third quarter. And Kansas was, at the time, fairly handily beating Oklahoma. And Oklahoma was still, like, minus 500 to win the game. And so Kansas was, like, plus four-something, I want to say. I can't remember. And yeah. so I was like, why the fuck not? Like, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So I do, like, you know, when I have time and I'm actually able to, like, sit down and watch the games – I love live betting. I feel like yeah. I'm much better at live betting than, than I am at like betting before the game starts, fair. which is probably ridiculous to say, but no, I you're not alone. Me, I love watching it and like kind of being able to like, just, you know, feel it and go feel it. But also just like, you can see when there's a team that has momentum and like can yeah. make the play happen. Sure. And sometimes obviously we know like good teams just don't show up that day. And yeah. you can really catch some big, big fucking money yeah. if you can like find that, you know, when you're live betting. So 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's also very fun. Live betting is way more fun. Yeah. Like, you're especially if you're like in a group of people and you're like, you know, figuring it out, like we got to experience that together someday. Yeah. Down totally. Yeah. In. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, we'll move on. We've, I feel like talked that one. I have um, one I want to bring up to you if you don't say it. Oh, go for it. Cause I feel like I don't really have like, I don't no, know. I only, I only wanted to bring up Oregon and UCLA because I oh, yeah. Haas always says if he could play at any like college, he would play for Oregon because their uniforms are so fucking dope all the time they for do. obvious reasons. Right. But their, their shit never disappoints me. I don't care about the game. I think UCLA is pretty decent right now. I honestly couldn't even tell you like either. Yeah, they are. Their records. They're not bad but, I mean, for being like a PAC 12 team. They're, right. they're not, they're not doing bad at all. And I certainly was, was under the, uh, under the impression that like, I wouldn't be surprised if UCLA wins. Like yeah. I wouldn't have been shocked. Well, it was close. Oregon 34, UCL 31, but yeah. UCLA 31, but either way, the freaking uniforms are dope and I just have to draw attention to it. So no, nope, um, I agree. I mean, obviously it helps that like, what is it? Nike CEO went to Oregon. So that's why they get all their shit. And I'm legit like, I don't know, know that. like literally one season they had like 80, 80 different d- like uniform, uh, <laughs> like mix ups. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not even fucking kidding. That's not even exaggerative. Um, but anyway, who gives a shit? Um, no, the Iowa state, Oklahoma state game. Oh yes. Yes. Big, big game. Yeah. Big game. So Iowa state came away 24, 21. Um, so they took the dub. But did you see the taunting call? No, I didn't see it, but you had mentioned it. Yeah. So what happened? So Xavier Hutchinson for Iowa State, um, literally, so he gets thrown the ball. He's running down the field and like he's about to score. He's like 20 yards out or 10 yards out. When he's about 10 yards out, like even if you read a description, it says that he takes a few high steps into the end zone. But like... It, do you remember when Christian McCaffrey like hurt his hamstring earlier in the year, whenever he went on, like, yeah, not IR, but like they took him out the first time he like did a stutter step, but really he was like hurting his hamstring, but it looked like he was doing a move. That's honestly what this kid looked like. He did. Oh, okay. Like to me, it was a very sus call. Um, and a lot of people thought the same way, like felt the same way. They called the fucking touchdown back. Oh, which was, complete bullshit. And I think like three plays later, the same dude ended up scoring. So like it worked out. It worked out. They ended up winning, but but it was a bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Like I just was like, it was, which you saw CD lamb got fined 10,000. I did see that. So like this kid did something similar, but like, we'll say CDs was like here. We'll say CDs was like a five. This kid's was like a one in my opinion. Oh, wow. Like it was so over that. Me too. It was stupid. Yeah, I <laughs> especially because it wasn't even towards any certain player. Like he straight up just was like, oh, shit, I'm going to score. And it was like, whoop. And then he like scored. And then like he kind of was like, yay. But like, what can, can you he wasn't even looking at anybody yeah. at the fans. Like it just it, it was Stupid. insane. Me, Makes yeah. no sense. And I'm also just like, at what point is he just like risking his own sh- shit, like doing that while trying to score? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just so stupid. I'm like, that never like there's sometimes when I think taunting is inappropriate and gets Agreed. a little over the top. And yeah, maybe Agreed. that should be like a whatever call. But like some of this that we're seeing is just absolute insanity. And like yeah. 
This is and I just don't like it when it can change the whole outcome of Same. the game. Like that's Absolutely. when I'm like, this is so dumb. Totally but, agree. I'm about to send, uh, send it to you so you can see it. Cause it was, yeah, I want to say maybe I saw a clip of it on Twitter, but I can't remember. So I'll have to check it out. I did not watch that game shockingly, but that was um, Oklahoma state, I believe was undefeated. So they got a loss. Yep. Which, their first loss. That's another conversation. Like obviously I feel like we're going kind of long on college. So I'll try to wrap right. it up, but like they're the amount of teams, like for as wild as this season is, the amount of teams that are still undefeated is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. We have Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Michigan, Michigan state, Wake Forest. And then I know um, my UTSA Roadrunners are also still undefeated. Um, I feel like there's actually more than that. Uh, SMU, I think, oh. also undefeated, who we probably yeah. haven't given enough love to being a Texas well, college. Sorry, um, Mustangs. San Diego State, UTSA. So, which Coastal Carolina, I think, just got their loss this week. So they yeah, were undefeated and they they lost. That was kind of a crazy game. I think that game was on Friday night, Thursday night. I think Friday night. And um, it was a great game. Um, and then Army Wake Forest game this yeah. week. Oh, my God. Like the most That's highest awesome. scoring game I think I've ever seen played in my entire fucking life. I'm like, did y'all even line up a defense at all ever? So that's a legit what I thought, too, because I did not catch that game. But it, then I watched and there was like definitely like at least one pick six. So I was like, OK, Wake Forest defense is playing at some point. But I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus. This is so stupid, but I love when things match up like this. So Wake Forest scored 70, Army 56. Wake Forest went 7-0, and scoring seven po- 70 points. So uh, I just like yes. that. Yes, well, that, at one point, the live line for that game was like 105 or something. And I was like, <laughs> Christ. Like, that's so insane. So insane. I've never, like, I've, that's the highest I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned Michigan and Michigan State are both still yeah. undefeated. They play this week. I'm looking at. <gasps> no. Very forward to that game. I think that's going to be a really cool game. Although I do think a lot of people maybe, and myself included, like not giving Michigan enough credit, but I do think we haven't really seen them be tested enough like some of these other teams. So I just, I, I, for me, I'm all fine with Michigan being good. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying that I cautious with them because I haven't seen them face opponents that are really like just that great and the ones that they have faced they have overcome so i think yes there's talent there i think they're certainly in the conversation but michigan state also very impressive this year i think that i think it's possible that michigan state could beat michigan this week like i do i'm not saying it's going to happen but i do think that they have the potential to do it and i think that could really shake some shit up in reference or to piggyback on the, like the opponents they have faced. And I certainly don't know what their schedule has been, but, and this goes along with any sport, but something that a lot of people don't take into consideration. And I know I've said this a million times before, but like playing a team, that's not that great is those are not easy games to win even for the best teams because they have nothing to lose. Right. It's always hard. Like when you play somebody that's so much better than you, you play up to their potential because that's just how sports work. Right. So what, so anyway, I just, sometimes I'm like, 
it, like, I'm very interested in this game because you're right. I feel like, yeah, no, that's going to be a runaway and we'll see, maybe it will be. I don't think so. I think you already have it as a rivalry game. It's like Michigan's little brother, like Michigan, Michigan state, obviously Ah. that's already like, Oh, Texas, OU type potential thing there. Right. Like it's, it's a big rivalry to begin with. And Michigan's usually the powerhouse. So now you've got Michigan state who's coming in and they've got like all sorts of pride and shit to play for, but this time they have the potential to beat them. So it's like, I just can see this being a very good game. I'm very much looking forward to it. I think this will be a test to Michigan, but I also think too, like there are more tests down the road that Michigan has coming up like Ohio state for one, which that's not till closer to Thanksgiving. In fact, I think actually is Thanksgiving week, Penn state, not really a test anymore. I don't think. Um, so yeah, I mean, granted this week, I think is one for them. They don't really have much else to test them moving forward other than Ohio state, which I think will be an excellent game given where we're at right now. I think Ohio state's really good. I think they're sitting in a great position because people wrote them off early and they have really managed to get their offense in line and they have an elite offense right now. So, um, just, there's a lot of exciting things down the road in college, like that are upcoming now in the next month that I'm excited for also quick need to mention like, um, Wisconsin kind of rising from the ashes a little bit. Not that I think they're good, but I think because of the position that they're in, we kind of are going to have a Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa, Wisconsin Showdown. showdown this week for kind of like a big 10 West battle. So that's an important one to kind of pay attention to, too, because that is really like a very, very big game for them this week. That's really going to be a deciding, deciding game, I would say. So, um, no, the only thing I'm just going to throw a quick, uh, mm, I won't call it a correction, but, um, don't act like Thanksgiving is that far away because blink it is going to fucking be here, bitch. So oh. don't put those kind of vibes out there. Unfortunately, no, it's not that far away. And I know that firsthand because I went through my, my <laughs> schedule last night and I was like crying because yes. I was like, okay, well, I'll just never be home again. Like that's yes. it. Like yeah. I have like I this weekend and then no, I don't this weekend's Halloween. I'm busy. Yep. Like I have like maybe next weekend or something. I have like one weekend until January that I have free. So yeah, we think it's hard to record now. Just fucking wait. (laughs) Um, I don't want to moving on. Yeah. But while we, while we cry over that, we'll move into the NFL, um, which I have, this is like, you might have to help me run through this because I have my notes, but they're all in just like a disastrous format. So like, I don't even know what order to go in. Okay. Uh, Well, yeah. And I was like going to say too, just before we even get into the games, it's like, it's way too early to look ahead to like any divisional standings or anything like that. But it's like, if you do look at it, the NFC is interesting because there's like pretty solid four teams of each that are like pulling away, Mm -hmm. I would say, Mm -hmm. but not pulling, you know, it's too early to be pulled away enough, you know, obviously injuries could happen tomorrow. And like that changes completely, you know, but the AFC is just so stacked that it's like, I feel so fucking bad for a lot of those divisions. Cause it's like, you think about teams in the AFC that you're like, Oh, that's a lock. That's a lock. And then you go back and look at it on paper and you're like, yeah, actually not a lock at all. Like in one win could change 
Yep. Like it's crazy to me. So crazy. I mean, again, way, way, way too early for those conversations, but in terms of like betting and stuff, it's like, you want to kind of look at those things early and be like, okay, what does this future look like? And then where can I like kind of find some Mm -hmm. angles of like, Hey, this is a really good value. So like, that's the only reason I'm doing it. But it's also nice to see the Cowboys like, you know, five and one and everyone else is like two and five. Oh yeah. That's the coolest thing that's happened. Yeah. That was was pretty odd. Like made me feel really good right here today. Yes, it did. It did. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, you're right. It's wild. Yeah. But knock on wood. All the wood. Knock on all the wood. All of it. Okay. So we'll just dive into NFL. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Just going to start off first with Chiefs Titans. Jesus Christ, 27 to 3 Titans. What the fuck? I don't know. And like, I mean, and I I just said that about the AFC. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm ready to say the Chiefs are dead. They are dead. They are dead on arrival. So honestly, yes, I agree. Because here, there's literally, I think right now, like a 17% chance for them to win their division, which is insane because they've dominated. But well, either way, it doesn't matter. So like specifically with the chiefs, which we can go into Mahomes shit, but whatever he's, he's one person, he's not the entire team, but clearly they've been dominating, but like, that's been two or three seasons that they've been dominating. Like people are going to figure your shit out. Like people yeah. have done that now. Right. Like teams. I, have I think it's safe out. to say, and Tom Brady is really not a fluke. Tom Brady and the bucks did that in the super bowl. They exposed yes. them completely mm-hmm. and they're not adjusting. The, that's their problem is they keep repeating. Well, they're not spending any money on defense. They're like, yeah, they keep repeating what they're doing and they keep assuming Patrick Mahomes is just going to figure it out because he typically does. Guys, it's it, you're gonna have to do something. He's one person, and by the way, let's throw this out there. He has nine interceptions this season, which is the highest in the NFL right now. He's still position ranked number two. Wow. He's still position ranked number two in the whole fucking league. So to know like, that, yeah, which this is insane to me. He only scored seven point one four points on fantasy. This is ESPN fantasy rules, like PPR. Yeah. But First single digit game this entire year so far. So out of seven games and it's Patrick, like he scores in the twenties and thirties, right? Seven points, nine interceptions this season, highest in the league. He's still ranked fucking number two. So like, don't give me this bullshit that Mahomes is garbage or like washed up or some shit like that. This is a team thing. He has been able to figure this shit out over the last couple of years and he can only do so much. Yeah. So not that he's not doing great, but like, they need a lot more. They need a lot more going on besides him. They have a lot to figure out for sure. Another interesting stat I heard, which is sucks for him is like Pat Mahomes and Zach Wilson have the same amount of interceptions right now. Well, Zach Wilson probably is going to have a little less being that he got hurt and he's out now for two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going (laughs) to say that too. Yeah. He's out now, but as of this last week, they had the same amount of interceptions. So at the end of any rate, Pat Mahomes will surpass him in interceptions at this point. And still be somehow ranked like number two. Exactly. Who fucking knows? Yeah. No, that is crazy to me. And also from a betting perspective, the chiefs fucking suck. They're like two and 16 against the spread. So it's like, can't believe I haven't like jumped on their opponents more, but like that was a big miss on my end. Like I should have known to fucking take the Titans because Well, but here's what's tough though. I'm like, like I told you the other day and I told Haas, I was like, this is not going to be a good game today. Like not for the chiefs. Yeah. He's like, you don't think it's time. And I'm like, this is not a fluke. Like they are not just having, you could have argued that 
a few weeks, but now it seems like week over week, not just us talking about it. Although I feel like we've been pretty direct. Every podcast I listen to, they're like, they're not out of it. They're not out of it. And I guess maybe to some degree, they're not, that's a little, again, too early to have these conversations, but I am like, I think they're kind of out of it guys. Like, I just, I feel like we're just giving them all this, we're giving all this credit to them based on their prior seasons. And I get that that's fair. And we should, you know, we should take away. Well, they've from earned things. that, but they've also now. De- but they're not the same team either. We have to no. remember that. Like they definitely have lost very important, like offensive line players that are obviously impacting their play. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. The trade deadline is in a matter of days at this point. So it's like, what are they going to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm doesn't very seem interested. like they're going to do much. No, it seems for sure that DK Metcalf is going to have a good game because he just scored a large touchdown. Oh, I don't have it on. Otherwise I would never be able to like talk right now. Um, no, I know. Um, fuck you, Shannon Sharp. (laughs) God, seriously. But also really PSA, if you have any type of anxiety, do not. And I repeat, do not watch. What is it? First take or whatever it is with Stephen A. Smith and Michael Irvin. I know I've mentioned it before, but like (laughs) it's the most aggressive, not even TV show, the most aggressive pairing in the universe I've ever experienced. It's very hard to watch. So anyway, side note. No, you're fine. Um, Okay. Yeah. So moving on, which Derrick Henry also threw a touchdown pass in this game. Like what did I actually call him Derrick Henry? Yeah. Okay. God, see, that's how dead my brain is. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, what can't he do? I have no idea. He's incredible. Um, Yeah. And the Titans, I think they're just, the Titans, I think are just a team that they're now, they have adjusted to the potential that I would have assumed that they would have been at when the season started. Like their defense, I was, I was assuming that would be the defense that we saw coming into the season. I guess they had to get their shit together, shake the rust off as we say, which I don't even think makes sense, but here we are. Like, I think the Titans should not be overlooked. They are a decent team. Yeah. And they're clicking right now for sure. Um, okay. Washington football team Packers, uh, Packers took that 24 to 10. I don't have a lot to say about that, except for like, it was a decently close game for like five seconds and I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say about it either. Other than the fact that it was a lot closer than I would have thought, which is why when we talk a lot about like team rankings and where we see teams, I'm not saying the Packers are not good because that would just be idiotic and moronic, but I do think that they are beatable and I do. That's why they're not in my top contention because I just feel like there's still something there. That's just not fully there. Like it's just not a full circle. And a lot of that too is like, I think Aaron Rodgers is so, 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 so good. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like dispute that, but they just have so much inner office and inner team drama and also he can't do it by himself either. Correct. And I just don't think that they have like that, those weapons and like that secondary that can really like bring them to like a Super Bowl level. But right. I mean, I think I'll... that's, yeah, I think that's been their issue for a while. Yeah. Right? And that's like, been his argument and he's right. Yeah. He's totally right. As much as that loathes me um, to say. Right. And, um, uh, yeah. And that could also just be me being a Cowboys fan. And I'd rather die than see the Packers in a fucking Super Bowl. but we'll keep that off the table for right now. <laughs> me too. Which speaking of green Bay and Super Bowls, um, have you seen the Uber Eats commercial with Des? No. 
Oh my God, everybody stop to, what you're doing and go YouTube it because it's- watch, I'll write that down. I'll have to go watch it. Yes, make it- so I love Des and I love Uber Eats. So this sounds yeah. right up my alley. Oh, it's a perfect combo for me it personally. Um, and it's perfect. You'll love it. I'm not even going to give you context. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to be surprised. But so Green Bay, we'll see uh, next week, Devontae Adams, which they have a short week, right? I think they play Thursday night. So- Yes, which I'm very excited for that game. Cardinals- uh, Cardinals Packers, huge Thursday well, night game, huge Thursday night game, but Devonte Adams is out, out with COVID yes. and so is their defensive coordinator. So I'm waiting for just more notifications that more green Bay Packers are going to be out Thursday, which sucks. I mean, we'll still see what happens. Anything can happen, but like, I wanted that. I want that game to be like everybody versus everybody. I agree. I don't want them to have one excuse if the Cardinals fucking put it on them. Yeah. And um, I, it's a funny game. Cause I'm like, I'm rooting for the Cardinals, I think, in that situation. But now it's getting to a point where I'm like, well, I do need the Cardinals to like not be that good, you know, like yeah, because they're still NFC, right? Yeah. Like uh, we still yeah. still need the GTFO. Because I mean, but as much as Steelers I earlier, last year, remember the Steelers 11 and 0 last year or whatever yeah. the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah. I I I I do see a lot more potential of them than I did last year. I don't know. For some yeah. reason last year I sniffed out that the Steelers were frauds. <laughs> the Cardinals, I think, are actually very, very good. They might they be my number one team right now. Yeah. Um, I, I think that they are scary. And I, as much as earlier I said the AFC is stacked, don't get it twisted. The like four standout teams in the NFC are fucking, fucking good teams. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I'm not implying that the NFC isn't right. great, but there just seems to be much bigger divisional battles. In yeah. the AFC, which sucks if you're in the AFC and you are a very good yeah. team, but you're also in the same fucking division as three other teams that are doing equally as well. So it's like yeah. one fucking game. It's like you're out, you know? Yeah. So want to um, clear that up. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cleared. Um, God, which I guess I didn't really realize how many actual good NFL games I feel like there were this week, but, um, really? Cause well, I just felt like I could not get interested in like a lot of them. Well, I agree. But like looking through these, I'm just like, wow. Okay. That's kind of crazy. So I'm like Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, 41 Ravens, 17. Oh, what? Yeah. I, like, I took- I'm happy for that. I'm like, I think Joe Burrow deserves every success he can get. And like him and Jamar chase are clearly. Yep. A the Bengals, I took, they were plus six and a half. I was like, really was like easy bet. Like I really was like very confident placing that bet. I hate to be that person after Why? the fact that's like, oh, that was so easy. Cause that's annoying. But like, <laughs> I was just very confident going into that bet because the Bengals are a very, very, very good team. They are, they are also now like a team that I don't think we really had in our top five. And I don't think that they were in my top five, but like, they're really close. Like well, be, one beating the Ravens like that too. Cause like yeah, that was huge. About, the Ravens have been like incredible considering the, their the adversity that yeah. they started out in. Yeah. At the beginning of the season. So yeah, that's impressive. That's nothing to be taken away from the Bengals and that Bojo. No. Nope. Um, I was, was going to say, oh. not that we have to talk about this game cause it was awful, but um, speaking of COVID, the Bears head coach Matt Nagy has COVID. Yeah. So Yo, I think I was gonna mention that when it okay. when we got there. 
but we can talk about it now if you well yeah bucks bears i mean the bucks absolutely murdered the bears that was embarrassing yeah 38 to 3 and i don't understand why it's still a headline i'm like i don't know why anybody expected something any different than that like literally all day i've just had like stupid espn and like shit tv on in the background on mute every time i look up i swear to god it was like bucks and bears i'm like why are we talking about this why is anybody surprised by this fucking outcome I mean, I'll be honest. I thought the bear, I did not think the bears were going to win. I definitely thought they were going to hold a, up a little bit with the bucks in the sense that like, I, I think that they have a pretty good defense. So I thought they would be able to like do something. Ugh, I was I wrong. Just, I was dead wrong. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was not good all around and it's coming. I feel like this debate, this quarterback debate is coming to a head now where it's like, you never know. And we don't know, but like, it's starting to look like things are becoming a little overwhelming for Justin Fields. Like, well, we always worry about, but. Well, and the point of that too, with the whole COVID talk, which who knows now who from the bears organization will come out with COVID, but this will be an interesting game because Matt Nagy will not be there. So yeah, it'll exactly. be very curious to see how we see Justin Fields fair without him there to like call stupid plays that don't make sense based on their offense Yeah, totally. and what they have. And then also you have to remember too, which, you know, a lot of people forget when we talk about quarterbacks and how they're performing, their offensive line is just trash. Oh, they're garbage. So it's like, it's hard for Justin Fields, especially because he's new. So it's like, I want to give him a little bit of credit. Oh, there. I give him all the credit. Yeah. I don't think this has anything to do with him. I think it has everything to do with like, he's in the NFL now. Like yeah. he's brand new. Like, I don't ever think that. And I've said this, this podcast, like, I just don't think a brand new quarterback coming out of college or whatever, a new draft class. Right. Should. Well, Let's just say I think they bode better when they have somebody to learn under for a year or two. Case in point, Dak Prescott played for a full year under Tony Romo before mm-hmm. Tony got hurt. I think that was tremendous. Yeah, I helpful. think it certainly helps for sure. Uh, I mean, who knows? Again, like who knows? I just that's my opinion, but and I, I forgot that they played the Bucks. So before we move on, I do want to bring this up too because I think this is like a funny topic. And yeah, I'll preface it with this because I found this and I thought it was interesting. In the history of the NHL, 20 players have scored 600 goals. In the history of the MLB, nine players have hit 600 home runs. On Sunday, Tom Brady created the NFL's 600 club, throwing his 600th career touchdown pass at the close of the first quarter to put Tampa up 21-0 against the Bears. So Tom Brady now has 602 touchdown touchdown passes, Second is Drew Brees at 571. Third is Peyton Manning, 539. Fourth is Brett Favre, 508. So that's all crazy, awesome. Like Tom Brady may be in that club by himself, although like you could argue that like at least right now it could be plausible that Aaron Rodgers could maybe like get there. Yeah. Um, However, that's a crazy stat. Congrats to Tom Brady. Like you can only do that by just being in the league for like 900 years, which he's clearly also not going anywhere. So who knows what club he'll get to before he's finished. But the secondary part of this conversation is the fact that Mike Evans Evans. caught the ball and then gave the ball to a fan, not knowing that it was his 600th ball. So then I guess the Tampa Bay camp or Tom Brady's camp, I don't know what camp 
goes over to like negotiate with this guy to like get the fucking ball back. And so apparently he received, yeah, he signed jerseys. Yeah. It was like a different game ball, a thousand dollar gift card to the team store, a helmet, a couple jerseys. And then Tom Brady said he would do something nice in return. Yeah. Well, so so he also got assigned Mike Evans Jersey and his game cleats. Two oh, okay. season passes for the remainder of the season as well as next season. Well, so that's what I was going to say. So a lot of that came out secondary because after the game, things like memorabilia folks came out and said yeah. that that ball would have been worth at least $500,000. Yeah. So I think that there's now this argument where a lot of people are like calling this guy an idiot for not giving the, for giving oh. the ball back and not keeping it or arguing for like more, which... Oh. I, I just, as an asshole could never not give the ball back. Like I would have, I mean, it's Tom Brady. Like, like, I think he's a true fan for giving the ball back. I agree. I agree. And I would hope that I would be the same way in the moment. I would give the ball back. I think I would too. I'm just saying I've never personally been in the situation, but yeah, I definitely think I would give the ball back, but a lot of people coming for this guy being like, you're an idiot for giving it back. And it's like, well, I mean, at what point are you a fan? And like, I do think that, yes, Tom Brady and Mike Evans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should like treat this guy to like whatever, like, and I'm sure Tom Brady will like make up for it, but it sounds like they've already added and tacked on to it. And he'll probably now get experiences that like are well, way more than $500,000. Yeah. Well, he said he wanted to play around a golf with Tom Brady. So I'm like, I believe that will actually maybe happen. There's a good chance that it'll happen. He also, he also said he was like, I never would have sold it. And I'm like, also a true fan. Like I actually believe him because he gave it back. And I'm like, I think I would have given it back. However, I think I would have held it hostage and been like, find me after the game. And I'll fucking give it back so we can negotiate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like who knows, but I just think it's shitty if they don't like if Tom Brady, Mike Evans and, or the Tampa Bay bucks, like don't treat this guy to some, some very all access shit, totally but it sounds like they're doing so. So like good on yeah. them, but it's also like, who are these people who are like, fuck you? Why'd you give the ball back? Like you should never do that. It's like, you're a psycho. They're all like, he earned that. it. And I'm like, first off, he didn't earn it. Like Tom Brady earned, earned it. Earned it's that ball. As did Mike Evans. Yeah. Like, to give Tom it away Brady's, yeah. Like he's the one who fucking earned it. Not this mm-hmm. guy who like randomly was in the stands, but yes, absolutely. He should be taken care of and like given things, but also there's like a yeah. push and a pull of like not getting greedy, but also knowing like, yes, could Tom Brady do a round of golf with him? Yes. Like all these kinds of things. So hopefully yeah. They do that, but cheers to like that fan who's like not an asshole and gave the ball back and like yeah, a hundred. That's what you should do. You absolutely because you know do. you know if he didn't, the internet would be taking it the opposite direction and oh, be calling absolutely. him a fucking asshole for not giving it back. So like, fuck you, internet people. Absolutely, totally. Got You're it. so right. Yeah. Um. So we can we don't have to say things about a lot of these, but like I just want to run through because I feel like there were some kind of crazy games like Panthers versus Giants. Giants Panthers are frauds. Three. I we've never. I don't think we've ever thought that they were really good. Period. I think that I thought early on in the season the Panthers were good, and then I quickly learned that that was false. And every week after, they keep proving to me more and more that they are not good. 
Yeah, if you let the Giants and also uh, Daniel Jones catch a one-handed fucking Yeah, pass, what the fuck was that? I'm sorry, but like, no, you're garbage. Um, also, I think this is funny because I do think Giants fans are taking away from this game as if like they aren't bad. And I'm like, I I mean, maybe you're better than I thought, but I would I would calm down. Uh, yeah, one game, guys, against trash team. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which they did manage to pull off that win with like literally nobody playing. <laughs> yeah. Like of their star players, if you will. Mm. Um, cool. Falcons, Dolphins, weird. Falcons 30, Dolphins 28. What the fuck? What like, a joke. Like, what a joke. I mean, and it's just crazy that they even scored that many points between those two teams. But yeah, I mean, leave it up to the Falcons, Dolphins to be like one of the best games of the fucking se- of the week. Yeah. yeah. So silly. Jets versus Pats, obviously, we thought it was not going to be a good game, but like 54 to 13 is. Yeah, which I mean, I think that's one team like I was talking about in terms of like the AFC, the Pats should not be overlooked right now either. I know. Like I, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I just, I don't, I think the people are not, people are not looking at them for the team that they are and they're not that they're, they're decent. Yeah, I agree. Eagles Raiders, Raiders 33, Eagles 27 surprised well i had i I, took, I actually took philly money line here because i think philly's in this weird place where like they can Agreed. put stuff together they had what's his name go out um miles sanders sanders yeah i almost said sanderson and i was like yeah that's from hocus pocus i just watched hocus pocus friday night <laughs> i did i watched it saturday night i think or sunday night i'm i don't even know what day it is um Woo! so i was like sanderson i was like that's not it i was like sanders um but yeah no i took philly money line really thinking that they could win and i i think they could have but yeah they, they kind of they yeah. they are they are they are like that team that's like like the Cowboys are very infamous for doing this in prior seasons where it's like they, they don't play very well or they play good one quarter blow the next two quarters and then try yeah. to make it up in the fourth quarter. You yeah. just can't do it. Like, no, not against a decent team, right? Like it's yeah, certainly not against a decent team, but also like most teams, it's like, this is yeah. the NFL. Like you have to play all four quarters. You just like, yeah. you have to. Yeah. Which coming up next, we have, Rams 28, Lions 19, not going to, I'm obviously we're going to sit here and say the Rams should have won that game, but the fact that it was 28 to 19 and like, it actually was a good game for a while is shocking. Well, the fact that the Lions got 10 points on them before the Rams even had the fucking ball, the Lions, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a Lions stand right now. I, feel I know like. me too. And I'm train beer. God damn it. Beer. What is happening? Like the train schedule has completely shifted. We're getting like two trains a, a week. And I'm like, this is too much. <laughs> I'm like, God, train beer. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, but no, I'm just, I'm all I'm, all I'm arguing is that the lion people are still running around saying the lions are terrible. And I'm just sorry. They're not that bad. Like no, they're not, they're not good. I'm not saying no. they can contend none of that. But what I'm saying is they've had a very tough schedule yeah. And people are not recognizing the fact that they have been able to hold with very, very stout teams and they are going to shock people when they start playing teams that aren't that great. And I think there's a lot of potential there for future years to come too. That's also going to shock people. So yeah. I'm watching lions and I'm not taking the money line, 
But if you give me the fucking 16 points that they gave me, I have no problem taking that. And they covered. So you're welcome. Thank you. Fucking Vegas. Agreed. And also battle of the X's or the swapsies that. Oh yeah. Very also versus golf. Yep. Very big headline of the week for this game. There were this. There was also another. No, there is. We'll get there. Oh, I was like, there's another battle of the X. I can't think of who it is though. Well, it's the Texans versus the Cardinals. That is correct. 31 Cardinals, obviously five Texans, which is the first time in NFL history that a football score has ended in that number. 31, five. Yep. That's never happened before. That's kind of wild. Never happened. I know. Well, how about the Giants uh, Panthers? That was like five to two for the longest time. Oh, that was insanity. Which speaking of, by the way, we haven't mentioned this, like also Giants fans need to pump the fucking brakes because have they looked at their schedule? Oh, is that bad? I have a, I don't know. Wait. Oh, it's, it's bad. Really? I mean, well, they're like, I mean, they don't, I don't think they stand a chance anyway. So like that just makes it even worse, but I, I haven't looked at their schedule because I'm like, I don't care, but uh, I don't care either. But like, check this. So next Monday, they have the Chiefs for Monday night. Football, which they might stand which, a fucking chance. You're right. I mean, you're fucking right. right. That's changed a little bit. Uh, Sunday, they have the Raiders. The next game they have is the Bucks, which I think they have a bye week in between those two. They have the Bucks, then they have the Eagles, then they have Dolphins, which is nothing, but Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles again, Bears, Washington. So it gets a little less, yeah. but like there are certainly some thick. problems. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, it ain't going to be good. It ain't going to be pretty. So anyway, Texans cards, yeah, 31 to five. Obviously, I didn't know what it was going to end up like, yeah. but I'm here to tell you, yeah. DeAndre yeah. and JJ were ready. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're playing very, very well. I mean, that is definitely the team to look out for right now. Yeah, and, no doubt. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I think, I think we talked about that last week. We play them like week 17. I want to say it's yes. like one of the last games of the season, regular season. Yep. So that should be an interesting game. I mean, obviously we got some time between now and then, and then this Thursday, I'm excited to watch Packers Cardinals, but I'm with you. I wish it, I don't want any winning because of COVID situations, yeah. but Sounds like we're already headed there, but it's, and it's also like at Arizona too. So yeah, that doesn't help the Packers no. situation, but no. I don't know. I, it'll, we'll I'm, 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 yeah. there's not a lot of Monday, Thursday games that I've been excited for some better than others, but yeah. that one, I am very excited for Thursday. Me too. hundred percent. Last and not least my stand team this year, uh, Colts 49ers, Colts 30, 49ers 18. Who yes. saw that coming? Because I don't think a lot of people did. I thought about it very early on when I was like looking at the uh because that was the night game, right? Yeah. When I was looking uh, at yeah. when I was looking at the slate, I was like, God, like there's a weird part of me that's like the 49ers have just been on a downward spiral. That's like maybe, but you know, my thing with Carson Wentz, which I'm sure everyone saw his awful have to turn around, but I don't know. I feel like you're going to have to turn around sometime this year because I, Carson, I know he played very well. I'm not saying he did it. And I'm not saying he's like as bad. I'm just saying like, there was a moment last night when he threw that fucking interception. And, and I was like, who the fuck was that to Carson? Like, he directly to the defense passed it to an actual 49er who's the only person there. Like, yeah, 
You know what's crazy, though? He's a top 20 quarterback right now, which doesn't sound like a lot. Like, he's 17th, but, like, pretty good for him, I'd say. No, I know he's not, like, awful, but it's just, like, he, when he's bad, he's so bad. And then he doesn't do anything to help himself. And that's why it's, like, he Carson winced himself. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah I know. And I just can't help. I mean, he was a Philly, like he, or he was an Eagle. He was a Philly. He was a Philly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm never going to like, I'm never going to like him. I feel like. No, I won't either. I just like, I feel for people that I think kind of like got a raw deal. And I don't necessarily think that like he deserves See, it. Like, I that's how I feel it. about Jared Goff right now. Like, yeah. I feel like he completely didn't deserve any of that shit. Not like he was killing it for the Rams, but like. He was just completely blindsided. And I think that's bullshit. Granted, Jared Goff is a different conversation than Carson. Right. But yeah, but I see what you're saying. I just, I feel like with the Carson Wentz thing, I always thought it was Nick Foles that got the raw deal. Although uh, granted, well, I he agree had, with that too. I think he, he had did. the injury and like, didn't get to finish that season where they ultimately won the Super Bowl. So like, I'm not saying it was all like good for him and that he didn't get like screwed or hosed, but like, in that sense, I thought it was Nick Foles that got the raw deal. So I always just like look at Carson Wentz differently. And then he had his opportunity and did nothing with it. So it was like, I don't know. Right. But in, in his defense, the Eagles fucking suck and do no, stupid yeah. shit and make stupid decisions. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, but they want a human being as an athlete. I get course. it. On I the Nick it. Foles versus him thing. Absolutely. Nick Foles got the shaft. Yeah. Literally. But they were a Super Bowl team that were coming off of that win and then that, and then nothing like, so yeah, it's like, I yeah. don't, I mean, you totally. can say it was the Eagles all day long, but it was a super bowl winning team that he then couldn't do anything with. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Which what was I going to ask? Oh, speaking of Philly, I heard a little rumbling about them maybe trading Flacco to the jets since Zach Wilson is out. Oh, I haven't heard that. Which would push our, Cause who's, who is Eagles? Um, who are their quarterbacks right now? Well, they have, um, uh, I almost said Justin Fields, Jalen hurts. Yeah. And then they picked up Minshew. Okay. Minshew. That's who I was trying to think of. And then they have Flacco. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't know how accurate that is, but that- yeah, I haven't heard that. But again, that also goes back to me not being engaged on Twitter enough. Fair. So I've, I haven't heard anything cause I haven't been fucking active. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll see that. And then speaking also of other trades, because we have yeah. to fucking mention it. I was going to say we're days away from November tw- 2nd. Um, I don't is know. fucking Miami or the Panthers or whoever it is going to fucking pick up Deshaun Watson. And if they do, are they insane? Because yes, I think they are. Yeah, I think they are too. And there's a lot of people who would argue that I saw somebody post about this on Twitter recently and she just got attacked on Twitter for even considering the fact that people should not be interested in Deshaun Watson right now, mostly men, obviously, and mostly people coming at the argument with like innocent until proven guilty, which we have talked about on this podcast and have certainly taken into consideration. But I also have to believe like my stance of like understanding how it is as a woman and how things can work. And the fact there are 22 motherfucking women who have accusations and I'm sorry, they're still pending. So like at the end of the day, if these are such fraudulent 
charges and such fraudulent accusations, why have, and, and, and if they're just coming at it from a money perspective, which is what everyone's claiming, why didn't they settle? They had the opportunity to settle and they didn't. So I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not a judge. I I don't have all the facts, but I do know that if I was any sort of organization of any sort of financial franchise, like an NFL team, I would say as far the fuck away from that as I possibly could until it's over. And the fact that like the NFL itself has not even said like, Hey, he's not eligible is crazy to me. Or to say like, okay, he's suspended this many games this year or this many games next year. At least it's out in the open. So it's like, okay, we'll fucking trade for him, pick him up and then let him sit for six games and play him or it's next year. So we can, whatever, like at least there's a definitive something, but like to me, yes, taking that chance is insane to me. Yeah, If you're going to give anything of worth, which Deshaun Watson still thinks he has a lot of, clearly that's i think which i think that's the next argument too which is where i was about to go with it is like i am with you and i said it not only am i staying away from this this because of the allegations and rightfully so just because we need to know the the out the actual ending of all of these investigations yeah secondary when's the last time this guy actually fucking played football like are we certain, are we that certain that like, he really is going to be able to like go out there and just pick it up and like play? Like yeah. he he's well, not playing right now. And he hasn't played for a long time. And not that this is super insider information. Cause I think we all saw videos and shit, but like a friend of mine was at the last in season or like spectator practice for the Texans or whatever, where you can like go and oh, watch yeah. practice or whatever. And they were basically like, yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson was there. And I get a lot of this is the rules. And the person I was talking to is football savvy and sports savvy. So she was just like, yeah, like he showed up and then was like, like literally like would flip his shirt in like to where you couldn't see his number or like Texans or anything on it. Like kind of was just a complete fucking asshole through the whole thing. Like that was the vibe. And huh. I get it. Like he can't participate, but it's just like, and he has to be there, but like, you can tell, like, this is not a good divorce. I'm just waiting for it to pan out and see what happens. But like that just totally backed up all of my thoughts of like, I think if, if things were going your way, or if you felt like you were being wronged in any type of way, you wouldn't be such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Because like the fans are what love you, right? Like the, the organization is what's kind of fucked the Texans over. Right. So like, why are you treating all these people that have been there for you like garbage when really you're the piece of garbage. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it must be nice as a man too, to have everyone still fucking defend you after this. Like how fucking awesome is that? Yeah. Cause here's the thing we've said this whole time. I'm like, it is innocent until proven guilty. I'm not saying there's 22 civil lawsuits, 22. Yeah. Civil lawsuits that haven't settled yet. And this has been going on for almost a full year. So I'm like, and if they were that big of shams, they would have fucking been able to drop these suits. They would not be picked up. Like that's yeah. not how the legal system works. Mm-mm. And again, if they were only after money, don't you think they would have accepted the settlement money they were offered? Yeah. You would think they didn't. That's the thing. So, I'm like, I, I don't sit here and say he's guilty or not because I don't fucking know. I wasn't there. And oh, I'm not a judge I don't either, but I know injury. that I'm not getting into bed with that. No pun intended. 
<laughs> like, fuck. Or intended. Not getting into a massage, massage parlor with that. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Shit. Um. <laughs> but also with that whole thing. So it sounds like with the trade that we're referring to is like there's a Deshaun Watson, Watson trade rumors between the Dolphins, Texans, and the Washington football team. Two was involved. And the Panthers, though, too. Oh, I thought this was like a three-team trade between. Well, so those it was, no, but I think there's other teams that are saying they're still interested in right. John Watson. But this came out from a reporter out of Houston that like said he can confirm right. that the deal is like inked almost that like this three-team trade. But I didn't think it included the Panthers, so maybe I'm wrong. No, it do- that particular one doesn't. But right, what I'm right. confused about and what I'll be. I'll be shocked, honestly, to see, because I've heard about that, the three Washington football team, Miami, Houston, and all of them have strongly denied it, except for right, that. So that's what I was trying to from Houston. Yeah. So that's what I was about to say is like this writer out of Houston came out and like said, like this deal is like basically inked. And yeah. then since then, every source else, every, everyone elsewhere has been denying it. So there's a lot of right. like, this going on where we're like pointing fingers at each other so everyone's like well how did this guy who's leaking information to him and like why is everyone now like hands up denying it plus like I also question I don't feel like I've ever heard of a three-team deal before so like that is already confusing as fuck but I was just under the impression that like to me it gives me this vibe of like someone leaked it and I'm wondering if they leaked it to like see the backlash or whatever that would come from it. Yeah. And before they decide if they're like actually going to go through with it kind of yeah. thing. That's the vibe that I got from it. Cool. I like that vibe, but I don't know. I don't know if that it. means it's dead in the water now or what, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's still developing, right. Which like, we're just getting down to the wire. So now it's just like, yeah. I want to say the tread day, the tread that wow. Trade deadline is the second. So like it is. Tuesday. It is. Yeah. We're a week and a day out, basically a week out. Yeah. I'm just interested to see where this all fucking ends because to be honest, I'm fucking sick of it. Me too. Um, Me too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's all we have for today. Oh no. Wait, what'd you say? Me too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. Unintended. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we're, we didn't mention this earlier. We're recording on Monday. So the saints and the Seahawks are playing right the fuck now. So we're going to get out of here so we can go watch, even though it doesn't sound like that exciting of a game. It is seven to zero right now in the second quarter. Who's up Seattle. Yeah. Of Dang, I, I really was tempted to take Seattle plus four just because it's at home. I'm the saints are so like, whatever, but Gino I didn't I, do terrible last week. I, st- I, yeah, I held off just because I was busy and never got to it. And then also was just like kind of scared of it. So anyway, yeah. obviously follow, like, subscribe, retweet, give us a rating, give us a review. Tell Check out friends. our picks on at women camp parlay on Twitter and or Instagram. Um, Tell yeah. your friends in Wyoming, South Dakota and North Dakota to yes. record, like download our podcast. Yes. Listen to us. Happy one year, bitch. Yes. Bitches. Congrats to all of us. Yes. We've made it some we made it. sort of, I don't know. 
<laughs> Dimers.com might disagree with that. But you shouldn't disagree with them. So go there. Click yes. on our link. Yes. Do some shit. Get some money. Dimers.com. Check it out. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.